For more than 10 years, I've been traveling the world teaching English. My name's Matt. I'm an English tutor from the UK, and welcome to the Into podcast, where I help you improve your English by sharing my stories and those of English teachers and students from all around the world. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast, and welcome to another new location. So I left Sofia last week, and I'm now in Lisbon. In Portugal,、uh, I've been here for one week and been very busy at work this week. So, haven't really found my bearings yet. Found my bearings in English means to know where you are and know where everything is. But I have to say, Lisbon is a really, really cool city.、Uh, I'm going to be staying here for three months, and I think I'm going to really enjoy it here. It's really, really cool. But as always with new locations, you never really know what you're going to find. And I have a really cool apartment here, but it's very, very in the centre of the city. And、um, in the centre of Lisbon, the streets are very narrow. Everybody lives very close to each other, and it can be pretty noisy. So apologies if you hear any noise in the background, especially screaming and crying kids, because <laughs> very, very close to to the window in front of me. Is another family's window, and they have a little girl who likes to cry a lot. So, of course, we'll try to get all of that noise out if we can. But apologies if you can hear that. It's just the reality of travel.、Um, one other thing before we get into today's episode, guys, I was teaching a lesson this week about podcasts,、uh, and it was about people who listen to podcasts all day.、Um, and I was quite surprised to read that. A lot of people use podcasts and YouTube videos as a way to fight、um, being lonely. So this lesson used an article from the news, which said, which interviewed a couple of people who were very lonely, and they listened to podcasts from the moment they woke up until the moment they went to sleep, and they found some comfort in the podcasts. I think that's okay, but、um, you know, as somebody who's recording a podcast now, it's very early days, of course.、Um, I just want to say to anybody who's listening out there, if you're using the podcast as a way to fight loneliness,、um, make sure you get in touch and feel free to give me a message. I would be more than happy to to chat to you、um, because I've experienced feelings like that myself as well. And I know that podcasts can help, but you need to have some real interaction with real people too. So, yeah, I just wanted to say that. And、uh, if anybody out there is is listening and feeling a bit a bit lonely while listening to this, you know, I'm a real person and I will respond. So feel free to to give me a message. Anyway, on to today's episode. Then it's our final episode about Taiwan today, and we're talking about Taiwan for. Digital nomads. So, just to recap, a digital nomad is somebody who works online, works remotely, and travels at the same time as they work, like me.、Um, so, today we're going to look at Taiwan as a digital nomad destination and talk about what's good and maybe what's not so good. Now, something different、uh, in today's episode. We don't have any new words or target grammar, but As I'm speaking in today's episode, I'm gonna make some mistakes. 
okay, and their grammar mistakes. So this is a real test for your listening today. I want you to listen very, very carefully and try to identify the grammar mistakes that I make. In part two, we're going to go back and look at those and talk about why they're mistakes as well and how to correct them. So let's get into it. Let's talk about Taiwan for digital nomads. So Taipei, the capital of Taiwan, is currently at number 69 on nomad lists list of top destinations. And while I'm agreeing that Taipei is maybe not perfect in all aspects, it still has a lot to offer digital nomads. So here's what I think of Taipei and Taiwan generally as a digital nomad destination. And I'm going to use those four categories from nomad list. So cost, internet, fun and safety. And I'm going to score Taipei out of 10. So 10 is perfect and zero is terrible. Okay, so first one is cost. Cost. Now, I think this is a, a difficult one. It depends what you're comparing it to. So if you're comparing Taipei to Western Europe or America, you will certainly be fined the cost of living much lower in Taiwan. So eating out is much cheaper. Um, you know, many people eat out for every meal. Uh, public transport is also really affordable and very, very convenient. However, if you compare Taiwan to some of its Asian neighbors, you know, Thailand, Vietnam, Philippines, it's a little bit on the expensive side. You know, you can eat out for every meal in most uh, Asian countries, Southeast Asian countries, I think. And generally, those Southeast Asian countries are even cheaper than, than Taiwan. But for me, it's worth it because Taiwan is home to some really incredible food and a wide various too. Um, the big downside to Taiwan when it comes to cost is accommodation, particularly in the big cities like Taipei. So Airbnb and short-term rentals are very similar in price, if not more expensive than in Western Europe. And you don't really get a lot of value for your money. So in Taipei, if you will looking for somewhere with more than one room, you are probably pay a minimum of $1,500 per month. And if you compare that to Vietnam, for example, when I went to Vietnam, we rented a really big, nice two bedroom apartment in Hanoi, the capital of Vietnam, for half of this price. And we even found much better deals in Western Europe um, destinations like Italy and Portugal. So for Taiwan, when it comes to cost, food is good, uh, transport is good, but accommodation is really not great. So for these reasons, I'm giving Taiwan a score of 5 out of 10 when it comes to cost. Okay, next category then is internet. 
Now, Nomadlist gives Taipei 5 out of 10 for internet, but I've never have any problems. Now, I'm not an expert when it comes to technology and internet, but I do need perfect internet to teach all day. But I've never been let down in Taiwan. Okay, maybe some apartments or cafes or workspaces have dodgy Wi-Fi sometimes, but that's normal everywhere, I think. What I love about Taiwan and Taipei is that there are thousands of places to work from. So if the Wi-Fi fails in your apartment, it's no problem. You can go to a cafe or even 7-Eleven convenience store. You could sit there and use the Wi-Fi there. Last time I went to Taiwan, I have bought a SIM card with unlimited 5G for about $30. I think that's a good price. And um, if the Wi-Fi was not good in my apartment, I just used 5G hotspot, so I never had any problems. So for me, for that reason, I'm giving Taiwan and Taipei a score of 7 out of 10 for internet. Okay, moving on quickly, the third category is fun. Fun. <laughs> now this one is very subjective. Okay, subjective means it's not a fact. You can have different opinions about this. But for me, Taiwan is one of the most exciting places I've visited and I always look forward to going back. So there's something for everybody in Taiwan, I think. For nature lovers, there are loads of parks and mountains and there are even beaches and valleys if you're willing to travel a bit further to the edge of the island. If you prefer the city, then you're going to be in heaven in Taipei. There are a lot of cool districts where you can, you know, buy snacks, go shopping, have a drink, drink coffee, sing karaoke, eat good food. You know, anything that you would want to do in a city, you can do it all in Taipei. Um, how about nightlife? Nightlife, this means the things that we can do at night. Um, <laughs> I have to say that my night clubbing days are probably finished. Uh, but Taipei, I think, is a city that never sleeps. So there are a lot of bars to go to. Um, but the main thing to do in the evening is visit a night market. You know, these are classic Taiwanese attractions, let's say. You can walk around very late at night and have a midnight snack. So loads of things to do in the day and at night. Now, the level of English in Taiwan is not amazing, um, which maybe make it difficult for travelers who travel alone to meet people. Um, and there aren't so many foreigners and tourists as there are in Southeast Asia. But for me, that makes it really interesting. Taiwanese people are usually really friendly, very polite and very fun as well. So if you visit Taiwan, you should learn a little bit of Chinese go out there and meet some local people. I think it's a really fun place to go. So Nomad List says Taipei is okay for fun, but I strongly disagree with that. So I'm giving Taiwan and Taipei nine out of 10 for fun. Very high scoring on that one. Final category then is safety. Safety. So, 
like most destinations in East Asia, you know, think about Korea, Japan, Taiwan is very, very safe and there's very little danger of crime and people are really welcomed to foreigners. You know, I'm quite tall, obviously I'm white, I have blue eyes and blonde hair. So when I visit Asian countries, I sometimes stick out a lot. That means, you know, I'm very obvious. It's easy for people to look at me. Um, and sometimes that can make you feel a little bit uncomfortable, but not in Taiwan. So in Taiwan, nobody pays me any special attention uh, and I'm treating the same as everybody else. And I love that. So for Taiwan and Taipei, in the safety category, it's 10 out of 10 for me. There's nothing to be improved. So let's recap my scores then. Recap means review. Uh, internet, no, sorry. Cost was the first one. Cost, I gave Taipei five out of 10. Internet, I gave it seven out of 10. Fun was nine out of 10. And safety was 10 out of 10. So my score for Taipei and Taiwan overall as a digital nomad destination is 7.5. So for me, Taiwan is a decent digital nomad destination. Decent means good. And I think more people should consider it. Yeah, it's a bit more expensive than Southeast Asia, but it's a really different experience and there, is, there really is something for everyone. I could actually see myself living in Taiwan long-term and that's not something that I say about many places. So welcome back to part two and well done if you made it through part one. It was difficult today and well done, especially if you found any of the mistakes that I made. That's a really difficult exercise, I think. There were 10 mistakes altogether. I think if you identified five of them, you should be very, very proud. That's not easy. Now, all of these mistakes are very, very common ones that I hear in my lessons all the time. All right, I chose these ones on purpose. So let's go back and look at them together now. I'm gonna replay the sentence where I made the mistake and then we're gonna talk about what is the correct way to say it and why. So here we go. So Taipei, the capital of Taiwan, is currently at number 69 on Nomad List's list of top destinations. And while I'm agreeing that Taipei is maybe not perfect in all aspects, it still has a lot to offer digital nomads. Mm, so the mistake here was I am agreeing with ing and the correct answer should be I agree. Now this is a mistake because agree in this context and most of the time is a stative verb, not an action verb. Now we cannot use stative verbs in the continuous, so we can't use them with ing. Other examples of stative verbs could be know, right? So we don't say I am knowing, right? And also love. So we don't usually say I am loving, okay? And it's the same here with agree. 
We can't say I am agreeing, we should just say I agree. So if you're comparing Taipei to Western Europe or America, you will certainly be fined the cost of living much lower in Taiwan. Okay, so the mistake here is you will be fined. And the correct answer should be you will find. This one might seem really simple, but you'll be surprised how many people make this mistake. So of course, we have a verb here, find. Okay, and when we have a verb after will, we don't need to say be, all right? Of course, if we have an adjective after be, such as happy, then yeah, we need to say be. You will be happy. But if it's a verb, find, we don't need be. Okay, so you will find. Trust me, so many people make that mistake. Let's move on to the next one. Taiwan is home to some really incredible food and a wide various too. Yeah, so the mistake here was with the word various and the correct answer should be a wide variety. What's the difference there? Now, various is an adjective and variety is a noun. So we used a, right? We said uh, Taiwan is home to some incredible food and a. So we need to use the noun form a, wide variety. Okay, various is an adjective, variety is a noun, and there's also a verb as well, do you know it? The verb is very, very. Okay, let's move on to the next mistake. So in Taipei, if you will looking for somewhere with more than one room, you are probably pay a minimum of $1,500 per month. Right, the whole sentence was a mistake this time. So we shouldn't say if you will looking for somewhere with more than one room, you are probably pay. We got it the wrong way around. The correct answer should be if you are looking for somewhere with more than one room, you will probably pay a minimum of $1,500. Do you know why this is a mistake? Can you explain it? The reason is that this is the first conditional. The first conditional. Okay, so it, a conditional sentence is one that uses if and will or would. Okay, in the first conditional we need if and will, two parts of the sentence. And in the if part of the sentence we need to use a verb. Okay, in this case, the verb is be or are. So if you are looking for somewhere with more than one room, that's one part of the sentence. And in the second part of the sentence, we use will. So you will probably pay. First conditional, conditionals in general are a very big topic, um, but I hope most of you caught that one because first conditional if you're following this podcast, hopefully you, you know how to use first conditional. Okay, on to the next mistake. Nomad List gives Taipei five out of 10 for internet, but I've never have any problems. 
Mm, so the mistake here is with the verb have. So I've never have any problems. The correct answer should be I've never had any problems. Now I'm guessing a lot of people made a mistake with this one or didn't catch this one because this is the present perfect and it's one that many, many people get wrong, even advanced learners. So present perfect should be subject, I, and then have or has, and then the verb, but the verb should be in the third form or the past participle. What is the third form or the past participle of have? It's had. So the sentence should be, I've never had any problems. On to the next mistake. Last time I went to Taiwan, I have bought a SIM card with unlimited 5G. Again, it's the present perfect, this time with a little bit of past simple thrown in there. So the mistake was last time I have visited and I have bought a SIM card. The correct answer should be last time I visited and I bought a SIM card. So no have. We should use the past simple, not the present perfect here. Do you know why? The reason is because of the time marker, last time, okay? Last time is always going to be a time in the finished past. And in the finished past, we must use past simple, not present perfect. Anytime you construct a sentence with last time, you need to use the past simple, not present perfect. So in this example, last time I visited, I bought a SIM card. Next mistake, let's keep it going. There are even beaches and valleys if you're willing travel a bit further to the edge of the island. A small one here, well done if you caught this because it's just one tiny word that's missing. So the mistake is if you're willing travel if you're willing travel. And the correct answer would be if you're willing to travel. Okay, if you're willing to travel. So when we use this structure with willing and an action, we need to say willing to. Okay, so I'm willing to do something. If you're willing to do something, it means you're happy to do it. You're not against doing that. Okay, use it with an action, you must use to. So I'm willing to do something. Next mistake. Now the level of English in Taiwan is not amazing, um, which maybe make it difficult for travelers who travel alone to meet people. Yeah, the mistake here is with the word maybe. So I said, which maybe, I said that the English level in Taiwan isn't amazing which maybe make it difficult for people to, to meet other people. Maybe is not the right word here. The correct word would be may or might, okay? In this sentence, we need the modal verb. So may and might are both modal verbs, but maybe is an adverb, all right? So it doesn't work in this sentence. We need the modal verb may or might. 
Next mistake, let's keep it going. And people are really welcomed to foreigners. Yeah, so the mistake here was with welcomed, welcomed. So local people are really welcomed to foreigners. The correct answer should be local people are really welcoming to foreigners. Now I really wanted to get a mistake with ing or ed into this podcast because it's one of the biggest um, mistakes that people make. Not because they don't know why they should use ed or ing, but when people are speaking, it's really easy to forget this one. Okay, so. With ED, we use ED for such adjectives when we want to describe people's feelings and emotions. But we use ING when we want to talk about things or situations and behaviors as well. So in this example, I'm talking about the way that the local people behave. I'm not talking about how they feel or their emotions. So I have to use the ING form people are really welcoming to foreigners. Many, many people make mistakes with ING and ED. If you have any questions about it, make sure you get in touch. I'm really happy to help. Last one then, final mistake. Let's check this one out. Um, and sometimes that can make you feel a little bit uncomfortable, but not in Taiwan. So in Taiwan, nobody pays me any special attention. Uh, and I'm treating the same as everybody else. And I love that. Yeah, so the mistake is with the verb treating, treating. And the correct answer should be, I'm treated the same as everyone else. So again, it's ing and ed, but slightly different reasoning here. Do you know why we should say I am treated the same as everyone else? It's because we're using the passive voice the passive voice. So I am treated the same as everyone else. We're not saying who does the action, right? We're not saying who treats me the same as everyone else. And if we don't say who does the action, then we want to use the passive voice. So to construct a sentence in the passive voice, we need the object. Okay, so the person who is receiving the action, in this case, it's me, I, and then we need the verb be, in this case, it's am, and we need the verb in the third form, past participle, treat. Third form is treated. So I am treated the same as everyone else by other people. Okay, and that was the final mistake, guys. Okay, really difficult because we had 10 mistakes and they were all different, right? A real, real test for your grammar today. We only touched on each mistake very, very briefly. So if you have any questions about any specific grammar point, make sure you get in touch with me and I'm happy to help with that. And maybe I can make videos or podcasts focused on the particular areas of grammar that you have real problems with in the future. But yeah, really good exercise today. I hope you found it interesting and I hope you tested your English really well with that. Um, make sure you check back next week when we're going to start talking about the next destination, which was Vietnam. Okay, and have a great week, guys. See you next time.